Our planet is in crisis. The climate is collapsing. A great extinction is taking place now. Our species has created this crisis, actively poisoning our own habitat for trivial short-term gain. Leaders and systems everywhere have constantly failed to do anything about the crisis. We are now at Code Red. Survival of our species, the future of our children, and those who share the planet with us is at stake. Can you spare five minutes to save the Earth? Hello, I'm Ray Katz. This is Episode 10, Transaction. Our culture is poisoned. Nothing has inherent value. Everything is a means to an end, usually a means to making more money. We live in a culture where values are transactional. Everything is an exchange and everyone demands value for value, or ideally, better than that. Everyone's out to make a buck. Now what's wrong with that? I can almost hear those words automatically because that's the standard reaction to this kind of observation. Transactions, properly understood, some say are simply manifestations of justice. That is, it is only fair to get value for value. We cannot live by being charitable because we will end up broke and hungry. Charity is, in the end, an impractical brand of kindness. I say this is nonsense. The transactional mindset is applying cold, bloodless, and ultimately cruel business values to our entire lives, including personal relationships. It cheapens the lives of humans and animals and plants, turning living creatures into mere things. Things to extract value from, to exploit, to use. This is the mindset that allows people to wrestle with the cost of fixing the climate crisis. This is the mindset that ignores the cost of weapon systems, always billed as essential defense, while fiercely attacking every dime spent on helping people. We value, without question, killing people, and we don't give a damn about helping them. Our society and culture typically makes cruel generalizations about struggling people, offering ridiculous advice instead of offering a hand. The transaction ideology is a diversion and an excuse for selfishness, greed, and cruelty. This mindset allows us to blame the victim, even when it's a dead refugee child washed up on a beach. This is the mindset that allows us to give unlimited taxpayer dollars to tax-evading corporations and then lionize companies that slash jobs and salaries at every opportunity as <laughs> job creators. These are not, in any sense, real values derived from struggling with ethical choices. They are ideological inventions created to justify a system that protects and promotes the well-being of a handful of wealthy individuals who are on top of this society. These are the fake values that protect an unjust and dangerously evil status quo. And the actual transaction writ large is this. Wealthy people get to hide their wealth and evade taxes, legally or illegally, in secretive overseas tax shelters. They are handed additional wealth and power by politicians in exchange for financing political campaigns. The influence of these wealthy few is enormous and their responsibilities are nil. 
the wealthy and their so-called public servants are immune from personal responsibility. This includes Supreme Court's court justices who commit acts of sexual abuse and then repeal the laws that for a few decades had allowed women to control their own bodies. Transactions are justice, value for value, basic fairness. In reality, transactions are injustice or stated differently, justice for sale. Thus, the Sacklers, who knowingly destroyed the lives of millions of people while making billions from opioids, have evaded any criminal liabilities for their crimes. They will continue to live their lives as free and very privileged people. They will never see justice. They will never see the inside of a prison. And their victims will never know justice either. There is an alternative to the transaction mindset, to the culture of self-righteous abuse. That alternative is human kindness, a natural quality found in nearly every human being, but suppressed and punished and ridiculed by the culture of transaction. Yes, cruelty is pragmatic and kindness is naive, but this is only true if We endorse cruelty if we excuse it, if we either buy the phony ideology or even simply accept it. We can have a kind and just world, but we will need to fight for it. It is urgent that we do so. As you probably know, intellectually, but perhaps not yet emotionally, our earth is rapidly speeding to ecocide. Our biosphere is being destroyed by the wealthy, greedy, privileged few. We are allowing them to do this. In some ways, we are supporting their efforts. We are not actively opposing them in any meaningful way because we are obedient and gracious. But what if the situation requires something different? What if it requires disobedience and, in many cases, discarding grace? We must stop the ecocide, which means defying the wealthy few, defying their political servants, and defying the systems and rules and inhumane values that allow them to commit the ultimate crimes against humanity and against all life on this planet. That's what this podcast is about. That's what all my efforts are about. And that's what needs to be what your efforts are about. Because together, we can save the earth for our children and for generations of people and animals and plants and insects as yet unborn. This is up to us, because nobody else will do it. I had thought, wrongly, that leaders would wake up and do at least the minimum necessary to preserve the habitability of the planet, because failure to do so would mean that their own children would be left to struggle on a ruined earth, perhaps after their parents are conveniently dead. But the wealthy few continue their destructive path to this day, even after scientists have described the situation as last call for humanity. I don't know why the ultra-rich are doing this. Perhaps they've come to believe their own bullshit ideology. The reasons do not matter. What matters now is what we do about it. Are you going to do something, or will you go gently into that dark night, taking your children and everything you love with you? Thanks for listening. I'm Ray Katz. We have 8 billion people on the planet. Too many people. At least 1 billion of us are aware of the crisis we face. 
and desperately want to help. But we feel alone, anxious, and powerless. But we are not alone. Find the others. Tell them we can do this. We can work together. We can change things. In fact, only we can do this. Talk with the others. Tell them about this podcast. Let's get together. Let's find our way. Let's take five minutes to save the earth.